0: Welcome to the Advent Sermons and Conversations podcast. This is the Conversation Staff. We will be talking about what to do after the call. I'm Deanne. I'm Zella.
1: And I'm Kevin. This morning here at Advent, we had the the joy of baptizing three of our members, three of our children in our community. And so in today's sermon, uh, Pastor Gay focuses on baptism and, and the meaning of baptism for Lutherans both when it happens and throughout the rest of our lives. And so in our conversation today, we'd like to begin by talking about from the sermon, the question, what does baptism mean to Lutherans?
0: So Lutherans commonly do infant baptism, as Pastor Gary went into in the sermon, because we believe that God reaches out to us first. We don't reach out to God. So therefore, God is reaching out to all of us always, including our youngest members or those who, are just, who have been newly born and welcomed into this world. So then you can tell kind of by the structure of Uh, traditional Lutheran baptism is it's often going into accepting God's gift, but also the responsibility of the parents and what they will do for this child. As this child grows, they'll bring them up in the church. When they're of age, they'll give them the Bible. They'll teach them the Lord's Prayer and that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, I've I've grown up um, both in Lutheran churches and in churches of different denominations and yeah, all of them pretty much have different views on on what baptism is, what it means, when it should happen. And so it was really awesome to have a sermon just dedicated to to what does it mean to the Lutheran church to be baptized as an infant, to to take on the kind of the significance of of baptism to this community and to these children. And and I really loved the point that he was making about how we do not need to make ourselves right before God before getting baptized because in all of it, God is who is making us right. And so that's, that is a little bit of the idea of, of denominations or, or practices that, that get baptized later on is that it's, it's when you've made that choice. And when you decide that you want to be made right before God, that that's when you get baptism or get baptized. And so it's, it's really exciting to to, to have a church that just glorifies, no, like God, God is choosing us even before we decide to choose him. Um, and it's awesome that we have the opportunity to grow up into that baptism, um, that we have the community supporting you. And it's, it's how you respond to that baptism. But, but God is making that choice even before we necessarily choose him.
1: Yeah. I was baptized as a baby and I'm not sure if I remember the event or not. I can picture it, which is, is strange. I don't know if you ever heard about like this kind of phenomenon that your brain can do that if you see something playing out enough times and you know that it you, it happened to you, yeah. then you can almost like build the memory. Yeah. Like I feel like I have a memory of it, but I'm like, mm, I was like one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> do I really remember? But I look back on, on that moment, whether I have a vivid memory of it or not, I know it happened and it it still informs you know my identity today and I feel like I've had a whole lifetime to to grow from it and the fact that it happened so early it makes it like an even stronger foundation yeah Uh, because I've been building on it my whole life
0: Yeah, in my family, I was baptized, and all of my sisters were baptized in my grandfather's baptismal gown. So he was baptized in it, and then he baptized his children, including my father, in it, and then me and all my sisters were baptized in it. So it's kind of a cool foundation, not just of me, but also of my family and our legacy as Christians and as Lutherans.
2: That's very cool. And that, I mean, that actually kind of brings up why it may be different um, in particularly a lot of very contemporary non-denominational churches, because there are a lot of people going there who are kind of searching for Christ later in life who didn't necessarily have that foundation and that upbringing. Um, And so I, I believe all three of us, we were raised in the church. And so we we were able to be baptized as children and have that church community helping us grow and mature into our faiths. Um, even if, as children, it's not necessarily something we fully understood, it's something that we have been able to grow into. Whereas there are lots of people who, who kind of are infants in their faith in in their twenties and thirties, and and so it is cool and beneficial that there are churches where it's they they are happy to baptize people at any stage of life because. Yes, God God has chosen them. And, and it's cool for them to come into that, into that calling and that understanding, even if it is later on in life and they don't have that same kind of growing up in the church that, that we necessarily have.
1: There isn't one experience with the Christian faith that's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, the right time, the right. Uh, because people, everyone comes from different. S- situations and circumstances, yeah. Which is why I love. I, I I feel the the emphasis with Pastor gary's sermon about baptism is not about how or when we do it as people, yeah. but it's about what God is doing. Yeah, and, and it's about knowing and giving thanks for how God is all is reaching out. Yeah, God is always reaching out, and the the water the water itself is kind of an an inbreaking and a a renewal of of God's presence with you of God claiming you but you know whenever it happens I I think you know God was always reaching out will always continue to be there regardless of when it happens Mm -hmm. it's it's really just that it's about what God is doing not about what we have done yeah yeah and and I think that's really cool yeah
2: yeah i mean so much of religion like the religion kind of with the capital r the institution of religion is it's humans trying to understand god Mm -hmm. and and i mean god is so much greater and and more awesome than than humans can ever possibly comprehend and so it's there is value in in different denominations and non-denominations in and you know in people who just consider themselves spiritual like god god can still use all of that because it's it's all of people desperately crying out to try to understand God. And so it's it's wonderful and should be valued that we have traditions and ways of understanding things. And it's awesome that, that Lutherans infi- inf- oh, baptize infants. Um, it's great that, that Baptists do it later in life. There it's, it, it doesn't in any way separate us from God if if we're doing it with, with wanting a heart to, to understand him better. And, and people just do that in different ways. And I think, I think God is just excited that we're trying and and excited that we're, we're trying to understand his grandness and his vastness, um, in ways that, that we can. And when we do it in community, that's even better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One question I do have is about how we talk about how baptism is, is God claiming you as God's child or, or, you know, yeah, becoming a child of God kind of thing and the question i have about it is well isn't every human being a child of god automatically and uh, are yeah isn't every human being a child of god automatically and if so then what what does baptism mean on top of that you know like i on one hand is it like baptism kind of marks you or claims you in a certain way that other people don't have that haven't been baptized yet. That's one way of looking at it, which personally makes me squirmy because I don't like uh, it. I, my understanding of God is a God that loves everyone and yeah. doesn't intend to exclude anyone. Yeah. Um, or if everyone is a child of God, then when we talk about baptism, being God claiming you, what what does that mean?
2: Well, I, I, I think it's baptism is not God claiming us. Baptism is a symbol of God claiming us. And so, yeah. I mean, like Jesus was baptized. Like Jesus was God's son before he was baptized by John the Baptist. And, and John the Baptist even asked Jesus. He's like, you don't. Like, well, you should be baptizing me. Like, why am I baptizing yeah. you? And and it's it's just this beautiful image of God coming down in the form of a dove and saying, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. And so it's it's not that Jesus wasn't God's son before that. Um, it, it was more just the act um, and kind of the acknowledgement that, that God has claimed us first and God has chosen us um, and that God is well pleased with us, which is very exciting. So I think it's more for just not hmm it's not the presentation of it but it's it it's, it's us being able to have kind of a physical practice or ritual that acknowledges something that is already true which something is that, that god is has re- claimed is us is
1: reality yeah 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 i hear that i think i feel all of that and yet also feel like it's it's something more than symbolic. Yeah. Like I believe that something happens in baptism
2: mm-hmm.
1: that that God is present in us in a certain way that's like different and more special yeah. in that moment than other moments. yeah. but but also that God is always present. If that makes sense, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> the the
1: water, I believe, really something is happening there. Like it's it's not just the, I I it. While it's deeply symbolic for for us, I believe God is there in a special way.
2: Yeah, and we're being filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's
1: yeah, yeah. That's the, that's scriptural. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah,
0: yeah. I guess for me, I'm going back to Pastor Gary's sermon where he's saying like. God reaches out and we respond. And mm-hmm. so this is one of our responses to God, whether it's us ourselves or our parents or representatives on behalf of us, yeah. responding to God's call and God's presence in our life, saying, yes, I give you my life. or So it's kind of, it's demarking almost our side of it, because God is always... There and God is always present, but it's that moment of um, reciprocalness on our side and the connection in that way, and the commitment we're making. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also that the parents or friends or that the community are making, which we touched on a few times, and I, I kind of want to get more into that. Yeah. Because it's it's a cool aspect. Of a baptism, so so in a baptism in our church, um, there is a a section of it after the one everyone's probably familiar with, with the water on the forehead. There, there's a section where the entire uh, church gathered um, makes a series of promises to support the person being baptized and to to support them in their life and the growth of their faith. And what an interesting thing is. that that it is that we do for a number of reasons. What do you guys think about that part?
0: I think it's kind of harkening back to kind of our origins and how other communities have set up in a more communal type of fashion, where it's much more about the community than the individual. Whereas America tends to be much more of an individualist country. So I think especially doing that here and making that communal commitment here, really um, shows the difference from our usual life, is that it's not just about this one person being right with God, which they can't be, um, but it's all of us together supporting each other and being stronger because of it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I do think that's part of what's so special about getting baptized as a child is that what comes with it is this this whole family like you are just wholeheartedly welcomed into the fold of this church and into god's kingdom and it's very much just a humble acknowledgement that we can't do this on our own like a like the the beginning of of accepting the holy spirit it's it's symbolizing that we need we need God. like there mm-hmm. we cannot function on our own strength. like we need God working with us. but then we also need the community. Like we cannot do this alone as individuals. like we we are made to be in community. And so the the just the love and the outpouring of love that gets to be part of part of the ritual of baptism is just so special and so very cool to witness that we all get to be, a part in the spiritual growth of of our brothers and sisters in Christ and and just welcoming people into the fold even from a very young age.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking now, you know, it's it's a promise that the congregation makes in in worship, but again that's that's not just symbolic, but it's it's followed by yeah. action. You know, yeah. people making that promise are end up being the people who are planning Sunday school or confirmation or youth programs or giving to the church to support those programs, yeah. um, the Sunday school teachers. And, you know, there's, there really is like a active, um, and tangible presence of that support after the baptism happens. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. No,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And I also think it's just, it very much acknowledges that, Faith is something that needs to mature. It's something that we grow into. It's like God choosing us is there right from the get-go, but we don't we don't come into this world fully understanding what it means to be a follower of Christ, and we probably don't mm-hmm. leave this world fully understanding what it means <laughs> to be a follower of Christ. But it's it's a process that we don't have to do alone as we grow and and get to accept wisdom from God, from God's word, um, and the other people that we get to surround ourselves with who help us grow into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if we were born having it all figured out <laughs> and into a world that no work needed to be done to care for others or to create a a community where every person is free and valued and loved, you know, then would there be church? You know, like yeah. that, that. That's. Maybe because the, we, the church also gathers to worship and give thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, just a huge part of what it means to be church is to be that community that nurtures people to, and help, you know, helps people to grow in their faith and also to be a community that goes into the world and serves others and sees need and, and brokenness and does something about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I always love baptisms, because especially infant baptisms, when they're reading off kind of the responsibilities of the parents um, for this child and for the community of helping that child grow in faith, it always kind of takes me back to remembering and appreciating all the people who have helped me in my faith journey from like when I was first learning the Lord's Prayer to kind of the big ceremony where i got my first bible and just kind of all these steps um and taking a moment to appreciate all the people who put time and effort into investing into me and all the other children of the church of like helping us grow and learn and yeah
1: as you're saying that my mind is going back to all these people that's powerful yeah there's so many moments that have and people that have been guideposts along the way and that have formed and shaped my faith.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I did an exercise this past summer uh, where I just wrote out my testimony. Um, And it's, it's a long one because you know, I was baptized as a child and my faith has been growing ever since. and, And it's been a journey, but I remember just going through and just hitting all these moments where I was like, "Oh my gosh, that person, like that individual person was so important." And I would like as I was going through, I would like send messages to people. I was like, "Wow, I'm writing my testimony and I just wanted to thank you because you have been so instrumental in helping me growing, helping me grow in my faith." And so it was cool to do that exercise and just realize that that God has intentionally placed so many wonderful people in my life to help me grow, and that my my growth and where I am in my faith now would be would be so much farther behind if it weren't for for the people who who I've surrounded myself with and God has put in my path that have helped me along the way.
1: Wow! So here we are now. We were all baptized some time ago. <laughs> so a. a third piece of the of Pastor Gary's sermon talks about what that means for us now and how that our baptism can continue to be an active an active piece of our faith in our lives. Um, what do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, he talks about how baptism isn't an end, it's the beginning um, and it's a beginning of of a walk in a relationship with Christ. Um, and so it it's very cool to think about how like with this very kind of important ritual and that, that we get to go through, um, how we get to go out in love because we've been so filled with the Holy Spirit that the acts of love and service that we do then get to come from the overflow of, of us being filled first with Christ. Um, hmm. Overflow has been a word that it's been like on my summer um, and kind of going into this season, thinking about that word a lot and how hmm. all that I do all... All love, thanksgiving, all of that comes from an overflow of first being filled with Christ and his love for me, his, his thanksgiving for me, um, his, his service towards me and, and blessings and how I want to just take, take that love and take that overflow that's coming and is rooted in Christ and then go and use that to serve others. Yeah. Yeah, for me, there's
0: kind of two parts to it. There was um, the renewal And I I think kind of what you were saying about um, Jesus' baptism is that like God is well-pleased with us. And just remembering and being comfortable in that knowledge that you yourself are enough, Mm -hmm. especially in a world that's always telling you you need to be better or you're lacking something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other piece um, was he was saying go in love and love by serving
2: yeah
0: and so that this is this baptism and this journey is a push out outside these doors outside this church and out into our lives
1: yeah I I wonder all the time I, I so it's so easy to start feeling like to it just get entrapped in this feeling like there isn't enough or I don't have enough or uh, all these things I need to do and then it feels like doing anything extra like serving at church or helping a group of people uh, or a person in need that's literally my neighbor or you know my neighbor in another country. Um, it can feel like it's just something to further deplete my <laughs> totally spent you know reserves of time and or money or, you know whatever resources i have and so then i wonder all the time how can i completely invert that because to me that's what baptism is intended to do that is what faith is intended to do and what god is working through us is is a sense of yeah of being so so full um, with gratitude and joy in the moments and blessings of your life that you feel like you have that that overflow to go out into the world. Like Pastor Gary said, the baptism is the beginning and it's meant to launch us into into the world and into service uh, because we are claimed and loved and God is with us
2: yeah. the something that that I wish Pastor Gary had leaned into a little more in his sermon uh, with this really awesome point is is connecting it to the reading that we did in James, um where it's James two one through seventeen, but it talks about the end. like, so faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead, which is a really strong, powerful passage. And like it's it's sometimes hard to walk that line of of that full understanding that we are not in any way saved by works. We are saved by grace. um, And there is nothing that we can do to earn earn our salvation, to earn God's love. It's it's not something that we have to strive for. But yet, with that faith, it it needs to be enacted. It's not not a dead, inanimate thing. It's something that's living and growing and something that we live out and we use as service. Um, And so it's, it's that balance of how do I, know that i am enough and exactly who i am is enough for god's love and god's mercy and yet i constantly want to to enact my faith and to work out my faith um and and to love and serve and 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 do works because works are important
1: yeah living faith uh, to me what that says is that faith can be seen in, in actions you know so like a real faith is a real living out in faith has a physical manifestation in the world with how you are with people and and what you do it's like uh it's like a living plant grows right Mm -hmm. the fact that it's growing tells you that the plant is living like there's there's visible signs of the the air and the sunlight and the water they're all coming through and there are results and to me that's we see a lot of that plant imagery in the Bible with bearing fruits, but to me, that's you know like the baptism and the word and the community like those are our um our sun and water um but the way faith is meant to work is that then there's a physical manifestation of all that that goodness coming in, and that we're growing out that our arms are reaching out to to others it's not otherwise, yeah, that's a plant that's not growing is dead. Yeah. You know, it's just what it is.
2: Yeah. And I mean we have the beautiful model of Jesus and how he lived out his his faith and and his I don't know state state is the son of God in both words and in deeds. I mean you have incredible words like the sermon on the mount, but then you have the passage that we read um in Mark today and talking about how God or Jesus is is healing people and and he's like those those are acts like God and, and God working through, through his son, Jesus, like God is, Jesus is doing in the community. He's not just speaking. He's not just words. He has actions. He is love and service. Um, and so having that perfect example that we get to follow in is, is very comforting that we, we don't have to reinvent the wheel and what it means to serve others. <laughs> we get to, get to depend on, on Jesus and the example that he set for us. How will you live out
0: your faith this week? Oh
1: I can start because that that anecdote made me think of of one example. You know, I've I've heard I've heard people say in response to the Jesus as an using Jesus as an example um like oh well like I can't you know, I can't put my hand on people and heal them, you know, or make a deaf person suddenly able to hear or make a person walk and yet Particularly today, um, thanks to, you know, the the hearts and ingenuity of, you know, generations of medical professionals and scientists. I mean, we can do miraculous things. Like, you you can go give some of your blood and that blood can be put in another person's body (laughs) and save their life. Like, that's, when you really think about it, that's pretty insane. Um, And so... You know, there are ways that we can facilitate and partic- participate in miraculous healing in the world. Yeah. And so, for me to answer your question, Deanne, personally, this week, uh, that that would that would be one example in general. But for me, I think I'd have to go with like the the one that really, um, the piece of the sermon that really connected with me is being more intentional about coming back to your baptism and that, that practice of daily renewal. I think in the past couple of weeks, months of sermons and podcasts, we've been talking a lot about going out in the world and, and actions we can take. That's incredibly, as we were just saying, that is the demonstration of faith and it's incredibly important. But uh, I, th- I think for this week, for me, it's it's going to really be about just remembering my baptism and like, and really like um, trying to daily to daily renew that and like touch base with that again as kind of a foundation of who I am and, and how I'm going to start my day. And who knows, maybe that mindset will result in acts of faith.
2: That's awesome. Um, I think for me, this and this is kind of an intention that i've set um going back to school i started school again last week and i'm i'm a senior at new york university and the question of the year is what are you doing with your life what are you doing after graduation and i've i've gotten that question a bajillion and a half times even in the past week and i know it's coming more and more um and something that i'm trying to be intentional about and i fail more often than I succeed but making sure that my faith and my confidence in the plans that God has for me is is evident in how I respond to that question because I as as much as I don't know what is is waiting for me on the other side of graduation I do know that God knows and I know that Mm. I get to be confident in those plans um and I get I get to be confident that I am filled with the Holy Spirit and that through that God can use me and can use my work, can use this education that I've had very much the privilege to to have here in New York city. Um, and so just making sure that, that as I answer that question um, obviously like being professional because it's, it's very much in work contexts and school contexts and things like that. But, but just glorify God and how I respond to that um, because I am confident. I mean, it's it's not yeah. it's not fake. I, I am absolutely confident that God has plans, even though I don't know what they are yet. <laughs> um, so, just just being able to to live that out um, and how I respond to that question.
1: Cool. How about you, Dan?
0: Uh, kind of going back to what you were saying, Zella, about um, overflow is I want to see and appreciate the love I have in my life mm-hmm. and work to kind of purposefully overflow it or like be, be more kind of loving to other people and that being yeah. kinder than I need to be, be more patient than I need to be. And all of these kind of things. Mm. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good luck to you both.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like Thanks. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at adventnyc.org. You can email us at podcast at or join our Facebook group Advent Sermons and Conversations to join the discussion. Our services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. in English and 12 30 p.m. in Spanish at 93rd and Broadway.